that like you you're not thinking about what anything for me especially when i'm about to sneeze it's like sneeze like first foremost all right am i going to sneeze on something or someone i get tunnel vision because i'm going to sneeze what's, what's because my sneezes are so gnarly and then that and then it starts to come and then you time it so they're they're like huh and then boom mm-hmm. pineapple so like even if it's been done to you before i mean she's used it on her classmates multiple times i i i would guess that you probably get some immunity and you maybe need to cycle like four or five words but yeah. she says it works on a lot of her classmates did not work on me well you know driving i'm like i drive two hours a day oh and yeah so, and i got the kleenexes right here mm-hmm. and it's terrifying when especially when you're i mean you know going 75 or 80 and dude you know, you i sneezed while curve. driving yesterday and i was oh, like man. please no. there's like a semi right here i'm like oh this is it <laughs> <laughs> this is how I die. Sneeze. You're but, like, yeah, I'm like, dude. Yeah. I always, I always get, I always get my hands at ten and two solid. I'm like, am I going straight? And like, panic, panic, panic. Sneeze. I open my eyes. I'm like, all right, we're still on the road. No, I, I get, I have to get a plane because I, I, yeah. Like, okay, snot. I don't like snot. Snot is like my Who biggest does? thing. Well, yeah. Like I can like with with Everly. Like I, I can do poop. Throw mm-hmm. up. All day. She long. gets snotty and you're like, I'm out. Oh uh, yeah. I'm like Chelsea, like you're up. <laughs> like I can't do it. So yeah, I gotta like get a Kleenex because mm-hmm. I'm not doing snot on my steering steering wheel. Mm-mm. No, 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 because no, you've got to put your hands on that a lot. Yeah. And so, uh, like, that's what kills me about people. All people tell because I got big sneezes. I don't. And for a while, I started redirecting too much of the force through my nose, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it was, it was, it. My sneezes are so big, it was clearing sinuses, yeah. and I was snot disgusting, and. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, I never used to have this. And, and then I thought, and then I sneezed once and I was like, I think I'm like somehow redirect. I didn't know you could control a sneeze like this. I was redirecting say 70% of the sneeze through my nose. And then, so I started redirecting through my mouth because just going, if you, if you make it more of come out of your mouth, this doesn't make sense. Don't worry about it. Um, it's more than just spit. And it's like, that's, I feel like spit is way more acceptable than, yeah, you know, sure. and, and especially the, like you get it on your hands and stuff. It's fine. It's like, that's a quick, easy wash versus like snot is mm-hmm. snot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but people always say, oh yeah, I just sneeze into my shirt. I'm like, Ooh, I'm not no, going to sneeze into my no shirt and then spend the rest of the day I'll with crusty shirt. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I better have a second shirt. Cause this one's going straight. Gonna get fired from my job. Cause I'm going to go shirt. <laughs> Sorry. Sneeze in my shirt. <laughs> Show up. Just like, what up? Just act like nothing's even this happening. going to be today. <laughs> Kids come into class and they're like, whoa. Oh my gosh. Fired well, before nine o'clock. Anyways, welcome to the rambling Viking podcast. Hey, we just tested out a cold open about sneezes. <laughs> It, the conversation was too good. I was like, I'm just going to hit record. We'll we'll talk about this sneeze real quick, and we'll get into the podcast. So the first ever cold open, mm. um, two and a half minutes, roughly. <laughs> that was good. All about sneezes. It's that's that's one of the most awkward things about doing a podcast with someone. You're talking naturally as I'm getting set up, and and then my brain is constantly thinking, oh, I should we should be yeah. recording this? Oh, save that. And then, but a lot of times you forget, and so you just have to live with the fact there's going to be a lot of off air convo that's pretty good that may that might get revisited but that might not and that's okay that's okay but anyways we got shane sitting second chair today he's excited didn't realize he hadn't been back he hadn't been here in a while to see the new we got the new desk set up we got screens it's fancy yeah he walked in was like whoa what's all this and i was like oh yeah you haven't been here so what do you think good good upgrade big time yeah definitely got the floating speaker this is official which yeah. Billy, he he was sitting here and he like poked it and it went off its axis and oh, just you can't like touch it. Do it, okay. just like give it a gentle. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, it'll can, it'll wobble like feel a little how bit. Much, of, how mm-hmm. much it has? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it now. works through magnetism. <laughs> All right, come on. How does it This is where I wish I had video, okay. a video podcast, so, and I'd have every guest do that now. Yeah, just a gentle... Oh, oh hey, oh, wait, you wait. can go speed. Oh, you can good. go speed, whatever Will you want. Go that, go that fast forever? Yeah, dude. No There's way. no friction. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry, audio listeners, this but is this, is, this is hilarious. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fast. No, it'll keep going. It'll still because, bounce around like that. It won't like. Yeah, because out. it's like um, it, there's no there's no friction or transfer of force because it's just suspended by a magnetic field. So it's it's the equivalent of like space being in so a vacuum. Gravity itself won't slow that down. No, because the magnetic field below is opposing gravity and, and suspended in this state where gravity's pushing it down. Um, and so the spinning motion has zero effect on as far as far as like gravity is or air Which resistance. Would have paid more so. attention in physics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been really useful for you in your yeah in your band directing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and your snot wiping. But oh no. Maybe in your sneezing though. There's physics there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's gross. But anyways, I got this cool speaker. It's a floating speaker, and I love seeing people. I love taking it. It's all magnetized around, and I love seeing people like do that where they get it off the center, and and like yeah. it's it gets suctioned to the side, and it takes. You should have seen the first time Rachel tried to get. It was like bunk, 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 and she could not get it on. Well, it's like it's pretty delicate how you mm-hmm. have to get it set up. Yeah. Well, since I have a musically inclined <laughs> instrument person, somewhat. Yeah. Uh, Shane, this is, this is the question I said I had queued up for you. What you got? What is the best instrument? Ooh. Well, uh, depends on the person. Depends on... Wrong. Okay. Objectively. What All is right. the best instrument? Drums. Okay. Why? Drum set. Okay, that's key, right? Yeah, drum set. Yeah. Not just a snare, not just a bass. Mm-hmm. All, not even all, just the quads. The above. Yeah. Are the quads a drum set? <clears throat> I mean, they have toms. I mean, you can't. I mean, drum set. You can just have any setup you want. So usually they have yeah. toms on there. So I mm-hmm. guess that could be like your quads. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm thinking like marching band. You know, you have the quads, right? Yeah. That's technically a set, right? I mean, it's a set of yeah drums. So, but but you don't you're not when you're talking drum sets, you're typically not talking the quad. Yeah, you don't say. Setup. Oh, let me watch me play this drum set. And you get us some quads. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right, drums. All right. Yeah, that's my, my emphasis. That's what mm-hmm. I do. So that's what I'm best at and what I like enjoy most. What's the second best instrument? Ooh. Mm, I'd probably go uh, either bass guitar or electric guitar. Interesting. I think the bass is an underappreciated instrument. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I also don't think I wouldn't put it up. I wouldn't put it next to electric guitar. I mean, unless you're talking band instruments. Unless you're... Oh, no. I just said instruments. Okay, you did. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by the... Uh... Slide whistles up there. <laughs> All right, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> have you ever what? heard those... Have you ever heard those remixes that they do of Mr. Rogers, like, songs and no. Bob Ross things? Mm-hmm. They take, like... Um, what's it? Happy Little Clouds and Garden of Your Mind. Mm-hmm. And they're on YouTube. I'll show them to you off air. But it's like... Someone makes this like I, they take this segment and they turn it into a song. You know how people yeah, do remixes sure. and stuff, but they're pretty good actually. Yeah, and they do one with Bob Ross and one with Mister Rogers, and it's like it's actually they're actually pretty nice. I like them at least. Yeah. But yeah, I think Slide Whistle. I think Mister Rogers. I'm pretty sure that's where most of us learned about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that well? You mean Tom and Jerry? That's uh oh, there's that one too. Sound effect kind mm-hmm. of thing. I mean, the worst is a uh, clarinet. 
by far. Oh, I could agree with that. I can get, yeah. I could second that. I mean, I'm I'm the worst at it. So, uh, but also I'm, I'm it the, just sucks. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not a. Not and a the the sound it makes isn't super pleasant. It's this weird. Yeah. Kind I told of my kids bassy. that too. I'm like, well, I don't like clarinet. And they're like, what? I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Girls walk in or kids walk in. And they're like, I'm gonna play the clarinet. And you're like, that instrument sucks. And yeah, you chose the wrong one. But <laughs> that's what you're doing now. I'm not switching. Sorry. But. but do you need a clarinet in a band? Do you really? Mm, I mean, for things that are like, you know, arranged for band, composed for band, usually they have clarinet parts that are pretty essential. So, unfortunately, yes. Mm. Could you sub for like oboe or something? Well, oboe is like a different type of uh, reed instrument. And oh, usually okay. it's more specific and like they're not as common. So, what's the, there's something, what's the sister, the sister instrument to the clarinet? Cause there's the clarinet, isn't there? There's something that's, is it the oboe technically? I mean, maybe an oboe. It's what you're probably talking. About. It looks like an oboe. It looks like a clarinet. It just has a little yeah. reed instead of mm-hmm. a yeah. But they're like yeah, they're pretty finicky to play and learn and yeah. How many instruments do you play? Um, I mean, flute, clarinet, saxophone. There's like four different saxophones usually. Yeah, have. that I do know. But my I mean, wife is three, a sax we only player. Have three at my school. But, we'll listen um, to a, listen to a listen to some sax part. She goes, "What kind of saxophone is it?" Say, I don't know. A good one. <laughs> She's like, it's a tenor. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But uh and then, you know, trumpet, baritone, trombone, tuba. All the all the band instruments basically, but yeah. Yeah. But all the band instruments. Oh my god. Oh man. Neighborhood. They mad. We got loose dogs. I don't know. It's typically cats. I've seen a few loose dogs around the neighborhood recently. What is going on? All right. Well, Shane, talk about band more. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> or you know what? Tell us about Okay, well, while they're literally mauling Gus in the background, um, I got this uh, Dutch Bros. You ever been to Dutch Bros? It's uh, like a Starbucks, but trendier and more hipsters. A different type of a hipster, more California hipster. Got this uh, energy drink. What's it called? What did I tell you it was called? I said something. Green. Berry. Electric Berry. That's Electric it. Berry. Yeah. It's like but green and it's blue. It's essentially just a Red Bull. It tastes exactly like Red Bull. Yeah, you gave me a sip and I was like, this is just straight up Red Bull. I thought Dutch Bros was pretty much strictly coffee. And I didn't know they had other drinks like that. Yeah. They have a, a bunch of different little oh. drinks, but mm-hmm. yeah. Do you, do you have any idea what's in it? I know It says like the flavors is lime and, electri- uh, lime and blue. Blue, <laughs> blue raspberry. <laughs> blue something. I don't know. But um, I don't taste lime or blue. I taste Red Bull. Uh, yeah, it tastes like Red Bull. Yeah. Hmm. Well, interesting. Yeah, I like well, it. I might because like I I never give like I don't know if scooters is the same, but I've drive by those places. I don't drink coffee, and so I'm like, what am I going to do with that? Miss now. But I guess they have other stuff, so that's cool. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the note of blue flavor, we were looking at a bunch of labels yesterday, and it was like natural flavors, and I'm like, I love mm. when it just says like natural <laughs> flavors, like that. The scope of that is so massive. It's like. It's just some flavors. It could be flavors we got from turkey dung, or yeah. it could be, you know, that we made scientifically to taste really good. But I'm like, what is a natural? It's so vague know. and obscure. Yeah. There's just like other of... natural flavors. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't understand the natural flavor. Um, I mean, I guess the opposite would be artificial, right? Because usually they mm-hmm. say natural and artificial flavors. Like, yeah. okay, well. So it's just you did everything at so this you point? Just, so you made a drink. Congratulations. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it's transparency, but like sometimes they put it, you know, as a stamp yeah. on the front. And I was just like, why are you bragging about this? It's like, mm-hmm. this car has four wheels and an engine. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's like, we have clarinets and trombones. 
and yeah, nothing special about this band. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, that's what I'll bring up since you had some beef. Um, remind me, I need to. Are you gonna join the Discord? <sighs> okay, so I don't know. It's okay. So it's like a you 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 voice you talk or you, you text. can do both. It? It's both. Look, have you ever used Slack? What? No. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show Do you. You really think I use this Slack so, thing? So, anyways, what this one, I have several different chats, but there's Rambling Viking, okay. right? And you can make different channels. So, sure. it, this it just makes those automatic. And I made those for different episodes that I was doing. All right. And then the the top ones are your like group chat channels, and the bottom ones are your voice channels. You don't have to do your voice or your group chat, but essentially everyone can join the group chat one. And then like, that's a way. And a lot of shows and YouTube channels get discord. So all their people, instead of like having to go in the comments or, you know, they all email their thoughts and sometimes in response to each other, you know, to the creator itself, it's like, that's a way for everyone to interact. And like, I could post questions and be like, Hey, like what's your favorite, whatever, or, you know, what do you think about this thing? I'm going to talk about it on the next episode. And, people could chime in or like you could say when you listen to Caleb's episode and you snap, you could still Snapchat me and be like, yeah, be, be like, yo, cold food. I'm out. Psychopath. Um, yeah. Did I, I told you what he said, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying you're a serial killer, but all serial killers definitely prefer cold. You know, food. I think like after, you know, I, I listened to uh, your sister's just, or the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I feel like you're surrounded by serial killers and I feel like you need to, <laughs> Keep this axe handy and to That's why I got yourself. it on the table. Yeah. yeah. It's not normal. These no. No. So that begs the question. If I'm surrounded by serial if I'm like my sister, then there's Caleb and there's other people. Mm-hmm. Does that mean all of my friends have serial killer tendencies? Does that mean, I mean you? I guess we all what do. what is yours? I, I don't know. Ask my wife, she'll probably give you a laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it your addiction to bang? I'm not saying that all- No, it's not and I haven't had a bang since I even you know, I found those in that donut shop. Mm-hmm. They still have them, they're still out there. Um, but no, I haven't, I usually just drink a coffee and, uh, this, uh, caffeine stuff, like, yeah. kind of like Mio energy stuff. Oh yeah. I've like seen the, that. The Dude, brand. I remember when Mio was the jam. Mio came out and yeah. I go to Walmart, get my little Mio pack and just, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Dude, Mio's were so good. But yeah, I get like the great value, mm. the energy drink. Uh huh. It's called Drink Enhancer. So <laughs> enhance my drink. I and- love generic names so much. <laughs> They're so fun. It just literally has to describe what it does. Yeah. You know what? Like all the different cereals where it's like, what are they called? Like, Multi meal. No. Well, like, yeah. Like no. Those? No. 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 Like the giant big bags that are generic versions. Yeah. Of, that's like, Multi meal. Well, that's, the, that's the, the company. Yeah. But I'm talking about like what Fruity are names? Yeah. That's like that's what I go. That's my there go-to. you go. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that Bluebell release an ice cream flavor that is I Love Cereal, and it has, I think, Fruity Pebbles Oof. and some other stuff in it? Let me look it up real quick. It's also uh, Marshmallow Mateys. Yeah, uh, Marshmallow Mateys. Yeah. What's the Cinnamon Toast Crunch one? It's like, uh, I think it's called Cinnamon Toasters. That's Actually, probably right. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But it's just so much fun. Or they could just like switch Cinnamon Crunch Toast. Yeah. Uh, they might get sued, though, because... Or at least get taken to court There's about like it. Toasted O's too, right? Toasted yes, O's, honey O's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. I love cereal ice cream flavor. Yeah. Have you heard of this? No. No. I'm not surprised. Snapchat doesn't um, <laughs> doesn't bring you the, the, this kind of news. I didn't get that letter in the mail. <laughs> you didn't get that mailer. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Joe Beth Hammond. And then hey, here's a mailer from Bluebell. Nope. Didn't get that. Yeah. You lucky dog. 
called I Love Cereal. Then they obviously have to have different cereals. What a worthless article. It's a video with one sentence. Stop. (laughs) So they show, like, Fruity Pebbles on the front. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, come on. No. This stupid thing. A delicious with the cream. Wow. I can't read. A delicious ice cream with the flavor of fruity cereal combined with confetti sprinkles and coated fruity cereal pieces. Hmm. So if I had the iPad charged up, I'd just like, yeah. show they, you. They feel like they, I mean, so Fruity Pebbles is the only one. Does it actually It looks say like the mainstay. No, which means that they probably didn't get permission. Right, but so they probably reached out. They it's probably Dino Pebbles and, yeah. or whatever it is. Fruity Dino Fruity Dino yeah. <laughs> got it on lock. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what were we talking about? Discord? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you have to be talking. Okay. You have to. Can you like talk? Send a. I don't even know. Send a voice thing and then like just let it be there. I think you can. Or you have Hold to like on. all be on the same. Like that's a you good question. Like, no, you can use another. So app I can to join the voice coordinate. thing. And I'm in there, but I think it's more like a phone call. What's the other thing you said? Huh? The other app that I had no idea what it was. What's it called? Slack. So you have to, a get, lot on, of you have to get on Slack so you can coordinate when you're going to get on Discord together. And mm-hmm. that's no, it's too much. And if you start by snapping everyone individually yes. and saying, "Go get on Slack. We got to talk about Discord." Yeah, get and on then Snapchat, you get on say, Slack. I hope you got the mailer. <laughs> I hope you got the mail. <laughs> I sent all of you mailers. Um, sent on a raven you're going to be getting week. five more <laughs> in the next five days, dude. I'm I'm not kidding you. I got one mailer a day, and I've I never like, gotten anything. I don't think political <clears throat> internet walks. That's this is the first thing. And it was just city council stuff. So, yeah. but you, but yeah, I mean, your, your city council, your, your thing's going to be what Yukon or whatever, wherever mm-hmm. you live. And so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not as big of a deal. I don't know. I know there's like a ton of neighborhoods and they're mm-hmm. all popping up like crazy, like mm-hmm. the houses and stuff. So Dude, maybe they're just not, they can't keep up enough. probably. No, but no, I actually met both of them too. Cause the first Ooh. time they dropped mailers off, they were like doing door-to-door stuff really and i had no idea Man. there was even an election and they're like do you have any questions for me and i'm like yeah well, that's what's pretty cool about? That do that no it was really cool it was really cool and then um except i i felt like joe beth was cheating because while she doesn't own a car she was getting dr- driven around by uh, someone mm. and i'm like i are you cheating and like a hummer <laughs> <laughs> go get another lifted hummer that <laughs> <laughs> or a giant diesel dually truck, like, or it's it's an off duty truck driver just in a semi with no trailer, like, <laughs> boom, and just floor it and go to one house over, mm-hmm. just rolling cold. No, she was walking from house to house, but there was someone in a car, yeah. which I get it. it. You're doing that specific work. It was someone helping sure. her on the campaign, but all in all, I feel like she cheated. So, mm. yeah. yeah. So I believe I I'll have to look into the whole voice thing. Okay, there's photos. Surely there's a way. Surely there's a maybe, way. Maybe not. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Shane Lee, there's a way. <laughs> oh, that's muted. No one's hears yet. No, yeah, I don't know. I'll have you to look into that. Apps. I'll have to look into that. But mm-hmm. and I and I and I brought this up because you had some you had some good rebuttal to Caleb, I feel. It doesn't like. matter, he's not gonna hear this. We can just roast away <laughs> and he won't he won't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, if you were in the Discord, you know, I put in the oh, Discord. You guys roast me on the Discord. I'll roast him on Snapchat and, yeah. and the pod. So, and yeah. we'll just be roasting any, everybody <laughs> in our individual silos. The equivalent yeah. of being in a foam room in a straitjacket, just screaming about Whoever's not here, we roast you. <laughs> um, strap in. Don't listen because we went in. <laughs> Your hair is stupid. No. Yeah, his, uh, 
what what was his main thing? Okay, so the cold food. Yeah, he said most co- mo- most food is better cold, and I was like, that's a lie. I think there's only certain foods that are better cold. I don't know. And then, then he had the micro. We're not talking about cold food versus microwave. We're talking about cold food better in general. Mm-hmm. Right? Like and you cook like, it and you wait a day. Like yeah, you cook it and like oh boy, I can't wait to eat this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> cook it immediately, put it in the fridge. <laughs> I'm just picturing that. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm making lunch. What an awful way to live life. Just you, mm. you smell it and everything. Like, well, sorry, guess I'm not gonna eat this yet. I'm just my 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 biggest point was just so like food is designed like you cook it. It's, yeah, and it's best fresh. Like that's when it's at its pinnacle. Yeah. I think there are certain weird exceptions where like certain pizzas. There was a phenomenon in the 2000s where people discovered cold pizza, or, or that maybe that's always been a thing, but mm-hmm. I remember when I was young, and people were like, man, pizza, cold pizza. It's like the first time you have cold pizza, and you're like, wow, this is a phenomenon. Like, I'd rather just eat this cold than reheat, but yeah. I still feel like I always want the pizza fresh. Sure, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. I've never tried to reheat it a different way. Because I'm too lazy. Toaster to like, oven makes a yeah. difference, dude. That that's what my sister brought up. She was like, yeah. "Toaster oven, it's a microwave." And it's we a, have an air fryer, but I, I I don't know. I just never. Then you got to clean the air fryer, and then or you know start the oh, oven, wait boo-hoo. for it for you. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. And like, that's where that's where our culture of convenience gets us. Exactly. Because, yeah. And I've had to learn to adapt, but it's like if you can plan properly, like okay, I'm gonna be ready to eat in like yeah. 15 minutes. Then yeah. you can air fry toaster because with toaster oven, the automatic setting is like 300 degrees for 15 minutes. And I will say if it's like a single slice of pizza, seven minutes and it's usually done. And so it does take a lot longer, but you get it. It's it's almost as if it was fresh baked. Sure. It's clearly not, but it's like miles better right. than, than the microwave. And I would say the air fryer even more so. But yeah. you got to be careful with the air fryer because of the circulation of the air. It actually can crisp it up too much. Yeah. And so then instead of where the microwave makes it soggy and rubbery, mm-hmm. the air fryer dries it out too much. Yeah. And so I think, honestly, I don't, do you, is your air fryer like a, it's like a two basket. Yeah. Like two basket. Thing. It's How like almost that to like, clean, bro. You put a piece of pizza in there. I know. But also the pizza we get, it's like, you know, it's usually like a large pizza or uh-huh. something like that. And like the, it might be have to like kind of bend fit. it a little bit. Yeah. That's, and that's my struggle with those air fryers is I was like, oh, we got these baskets. But I, I feel like for stuff like that, yeah. it, it's too big and it's like, it won't fit. It's better for, you know, smaller things like fries or mm-hmm. tots, whatever like that. But. Yeah, because my my toaster oven though it can fit a nine by thirteen, so I can fit. Ooh, yeah, I I actually I actually think, ooh, it was either I I it either barely just fit or didn't fit. I don't really eat frozen pizzas much anymore, but like I could get a regular frozen pizza, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it would fit in my toaster. What's your oven. go-to frozen pizza? Um, Tony's. Tony's. That's that's. Well, okay. Growing up, because that's what we always got was yeah. Tony's. And then as, as my culinary life evolved, mm-hmm. I got into, um, I would get the Tony's and I would get some shredded cheese and sometimes some extra pepperonis. Man. And I would, and I would, Spice because, a- well, because Tony's notoriously didn't have enough cheese on it. And then, and then it got to a point where, where I, I had to completely come up with my own baking time and temperature because I added so much cheese. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that it was like it would overbake the bottom and the top wouldn't be melted right and it be, it made the so I found a, eventually found a happy medium it was like all right you add a little bit of extra cheese yeah and put it in do your thing and dude yeah I would and then in high school like I would eat a whole one of those by myself yeah so I would oh, that, oh, that's yeah, dinner sure, right yeah. cut it up into eight pieces I remember I remember I can remember the first time I ate a whole foot long Subway sandwich by myself and then first time I ate a Tony's pizza by myself wow very proud moments for me. Milestones. 
I, uh, I I don't know. Memory's a weird thing. I can't remember that far back. For well, you know, things, Alzheimer's so. kicks in. Yeah, and you, start you know, when you're getting your early seventies. <laughs> but Totinos, that's what those are my go-to. Yeah, you know, they're small, you know, cheap. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you know, mom, would, you know, get the splurge and get the Tony's or Red Baron. Dude, like the the huge like Canadian bacon, like the yeah, they're like you know, Red Baron in college became my go-to yeah. because you could find just like the regular pizzas were about as cheap, but I, the quality was far and above. And I didn't preheat. I like you know, oh, you just put I it just in. Put it, I, you know, oh. I made the four hundred or whatever, and then mm-hmm. just like put it in. And then by the time it preheated, usually like the little dinger or whatever, yeah, it's it was usually done. about done. And <laughs> like it's, preheating is like a myth. You don't need to do that <laughs> most of the time. Maybe for like for frozen foods, you don't need to do that. Maybe cookies and cakes and you know stuff like that. Obviously, you do. It matters, yeah, because of things setting and how they bake, and they won't bake evenly because it starts at room temperature, starts at you know seventy degrees, and Mm. then it goes up, and then it gets up to four hundred where it's supposed to be, or three seventy five, and then it, yeah. My my thing with doing that is, I just never did. Um, cause I always looked at it like, I don't want to have to try and rethink my timing. Cause what if, what if it does get preheated? It needs another five minutes and have to figure that out. I had it locked mm-hmm. in in the system It'd take five or so minutes to preheat to get to 400. And then it was like 10 minutes or 12 minutes on the dot and we were good. We were good. Yeah. So, but interesting. So, so you, yeah. <laughs> you would pre, all right, let's preheat. All right. We're done preheating and cooking. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it takes a little bit of time and you know it didn't no you're just warming it up it's already cooked it's mm-hmm. like just you're just heating it up so mm-hmm. yeah so you were talking earlier about how your mom your mom right mm-hmm. um baked a ton because I, I asked you the yeah. infamous question of do you know what almond bark is you're like yeah i know it yeah. like the back of my hand and you said actually i didn't really like cookies and little anything baked really any yeah. baked goods because your mom baked so much yeah yeah, I just, you know, she just baked constantly, you know, making cakes and cookies and like, you know, all the little chocolate suckers and like the uh, the molds and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I don't know, maybe just smell peanut butter cookies like for the longest time. I, I couldn't I eat them at all. Really? Like, yeah. You I, can eat I them still, now? yeah. Even now I'm like, eh. dang. Yeah. Peanut so, butter cookies. Just Was it like every day? No. I mean, but I don't know. It's like just the, the whole, week, you know, the whole like house you always like smells. Had, yeah. You always had cookies. You always had brownies. You always had that. I mean, they're, they're always there. Mm-hmm. Like if I wanted them, you know, and like she was like, wasn't making them for me, but she was oh. making them for other people and, you know, right. like family get togethers, which mm-hmm. we've had a lot. But, um, so I don't know, but it's just maybe. And like, you were just like, ah, I don't, I don't yeah, want it. Cause it's same. always there. It's too available. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like when you're dating, it's like, you don't want to be too desperate. We also had like candy and stuff like that, you know, like mm-hmm. just around the house. And I really didn't eat a whole ton of candy like growing up, but you know, whenever like, you know, friends would come over like that, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, candy. And they're like, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, gobble it down. But I'm just like, hmm. so what's your, does that, how does that affect your philosophy now being on the parent side of that, as far as oh, foods yeah. you keep in the house and what you keep available? Because I, I grew up, I'll tell you this real quick. I grew up similar to you. We mm-hmm. always had snacks and candy and ice cream. And I, I would eat it fairly regularly, but I never gorged myself. You know, I'd get a star crunch or had to have an ice cream sandwich. And then I specifically remember my brother, but same thing. We'd have friends come over who like didn't have that stuff at all. And they would freak out and be like, this is the best. And they'd want four of them. Right. And notoriously we had, my brother had one friend, he would come over and literally eat like a whole box of ice cream sandwiches. Like we would have a 12 pack and he would eat half the box in like an hour. And my mom eventually like had to tell Spencer, she was like, you need to tell him. (laughs) <laughs> cool. He, he can't eat our ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> He's robbing us blind. <laughs> like we're spending so much money because he would come over and leave and then 
the next day we'd be out of ice cream sandwiches because there'd be one left and yeah. someone would eat it. My mom's like, I bought those two days ago. What happened? So yeah. anyways, how does that? I, I don't know. I mean, she's two right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we obviously, you know, limit and, you know, everything that she has and, um, you know, like candy and cookies and stuff right. like that. Like, you know, it's like mostly a treat or, you know, like. Well, especially when they're toddlers because you know, yeah. they don't have any sense exactly, of control. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to. Like not, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably have it in the house, but mm-hmm. maybe we'll just, you know, just because well, you're not going to rob yourself of that. Exactly. Right. And, and it's a like, weird moment if you have like, your secret stash and like kids are observant enough. She knows like, now. Yeah. yeah. She, you can't lie to her now. You're like, you know, <laughs> we don't have any. Oh, we do. She's like, it's here. She'll like go to like point to it. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> okay. So yeah. you're like, now that we're parents, if we ever had to hide a body, you couldn't get away with <laughs> no, that because the knows, kid would know. She knows exactly where mm-hmm. you pick her up. She scans the room. She knows mm-hmm. the layout of everything. So. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. So, yeah, I've always thought thought ahead and it's like because, you know, now we're we don't really eat I and mean, we each have a sweet tooth, but like we don't eat it a lot. And looking back, I'm like, hmm, I go back and forth because I definitely don't want to be I'm not going to be the parent or the house that's like no sugar because I had a friend who his house was like that. Right. They were super health conscious mm-hmm. or whatever, at least as far as what food they kept. And then he would have literally like a fruit by the foot. Or like a handful of Tootsie Rolls and lose his mind. Be bonkers off the wall hyper. I think part of it was mental, but part of it was actually like, yeah. Um, no, he just, he didn't get that sugar hit and those things are hyper sweet and it just got him pumped up. And like there was a Super Bowl party and he was just off the walls because he had a fruit roll up or something like that. And I was like, okay, I get it. Those aren't healthy. But at the same time, I don't want my kid. Like, I'm sure you're going to go to other people's houses where there's going to be things and we can have our own lines like for, you know, where it's like, you can't do this at our house. But I think being there's a healthy exposure to sweets and candy and snacks. So they won't like overdo it and gorge once they do access to it. Yeah. Well, especially if you imagine if you could keep them away from that until they're like real old, like 17, 18, and then they... Oh, man. Shoot, get out on their it's, own, it's, and it's, it's like over. you even talk yeah. about freshman fifteen, more like freshman fifty yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. And it's just like, okay, you need to be, um, and, and and that works for a lot of things, but then there's certain things where it's like, no, it's you know, you can't make that case for rated R movies. It's like, oh, we want to <laughs> we want to expose our four year old to just a little bit, a little right, bit. We're gonna of watch John R. Wick tonight. <laughs> well, all right, we're starting the John Wick series. You're four. You can watch John Wick because I don't want you to be too blown away right. by this when you're 15 and you yeah. maybe see your or 17. To be, but I don't think they're gonna like see like a you know, you know, an action movie. Mm-hmm. And then be like, oh, I want to watch every single, you know, right. bloody gore. But more so, like, violent. you don't want them to be scarred by it necessarily. Right. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's an example of something where you're like, no, you should absolutely limit that to, <laughs> yes. to zero yeah, exposure. Definitely. Prior to, unless you want your child scarred. Yeah. It is just, like, terrifying to think in, like, she's two, like, in 15 years, like, what is going to be, like, the new, the TikTok? Oh, of, my I, gosh. I Dude. Absolutely terrifying. And I'm just like... I, I realistically am to the point where you've seen Iron Man, right? And he has the phone yeah. and it's like the two bars and it opens sure, up. And yeah. it's like, I'm like, that's realistic. Now. Yeah, definitely. Realistic. That's a realistic possibility. And yeah. I can't even, cause I'm thinking back 15 years ago and it's like, we didn't even have the iPhone yet. Like we was on the precipice of a smartphone. Yeah. And I mean, Blackberries were it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what, what were they? Uh, Mm, they were what did they call them a palm pilot yeah. yeah so what was your first phone when'd you get it it was an lg flip phone i got it when i was 13 so it would have been around oh seven nice 
Well, I, uh, yeah, mine was, uh, it was a 1984. No- you say Nokia phone. or Nokia? No, mine was LG. Do I say what? Nokia or Nokia? Nokia? Like Nokia oh. or Nokia? Oh, dude, you said that for a second. I was like, you just, you just said the same word twice. I, I might have. I is it I car did. or is it car? Yeah. Uh, no, I say Nokia, not Nokia. I say Nokia. I don't, I don't know. You say Nokia? I do. Like the, like the Nokia noodles? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I say it. Yeah. Nokia. Like with the no, emphasis on the o. Well, okay. Well, that's what I say. I'm not going to change now because the company's dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but that, that was mine. The blue one, yeah. you know, like the, the brick. flip vote. Yeah, the brick. That was mine. You know, like you know, I did have a brick at one point. So I had to play snake I, on it. Yeah, awesome. I had my flip phone, and then I got the some. This was a weird. It was a brick, but it was made by Pantech. Pantech. It was weird. Yeah, P A N T E C H. Yeah. And then I think then there was a stint where I. I think it was from a friend I got. It was a hand-me-down or something. I got a Nokia brick, mm-hmm. and th- those things were so indestructible. They were so good. The toughest. Mm-hmm, so good. But yeah. No, but 15 years ago, it's like... Yeah. It's, it's and, insane. And, and think, it's like I couldn't have even comprehended no. that what the digital space would have been what it is today, right. and we could do it. Our, and, and so now being older and understanding that aspect, it's like I... It's scary to thinking about what could there be now at the same time i think there are great things yeah like being a parent now and then i'm sure once um your daughter's old enough like you have the life 360 or the find my yeah. friends and it's like you can you can track them and now they have parental yeah. controls on i've heard i've just heard about this stuff where it's like ship your kid i mean basically it's <laughs> <laughs> what a phone is anyways yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like on your person You're oh, not gonna you, leave it you get a phone you get a phone at 10 why so we can keep track of you that's exactly why. yeah me and Google, we're out here just <laughs> tracking every movement, and and tick, you have TikTok the Chinese, but yeah. uh, no, they have like settings, and so say you say she's thirteen or whatever, you get her a phone, and then you can have it set up to where you remotely you can access and see everything that she's doing on her phone on yeah. your phone, right? Yeah. And to me, that's a good thing, that's right? That's thing, where yeah. it's a good thing because I think ten years ago, smartphones were new enough, the technology was still new enough that it was like. You couldn't do that. Yeah. They didn't have that set up. And so giving your kid a smartphone is like basically being like, all right, go explore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not going to give you any drugs, but I'm going to leave these drugs unattended on the table. Yeah, and a if, lot of trust. Lot right. Of trust. Right. Yeah. And, and that's where I, you know, I'm thinking like, oh man, I don't know. Me and me and my wife talked a little bit about like, we're like, maybe we should just like get them a, a crappy Honda civic stick shift and a brick phone for like a year. And like, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's your, that's your starter stuff. And to make you appreciate the nice sure, thing. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So what was your, what was your first phone? Oh yeah. Nokia. Yeah, yeah. Or no, Nokia. The Nokia. The yeah. Nokia. There's, there's our question of the pod for everyone. Is it Nokia or Nokia? Uh, it's Nokia, but doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't dead, matter for dead you. company. Not Yeah. They're dead and gone. R.I.P. Uh man, what were we talking about before that? Oh man, I you didn't like know. cookies? Cookies, yeah, cookies. I feel yeah. like there I, mean, was I do now, else. but yeah. Um, you didn't. You almost didn't like them at all then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't like them at all before. Um, oh, I thought it was you just didn't like them, and so you would only eat them like very rarely. But yeah. you, you almost I mean, like, just I didn't like, like them. Yeah, I ate, like the packet, like Oreos. Oh, oh still, yeah, that's yeah. different. They yeah, they pump that full home of all, cook all sorts stuff. of good. I ate pies because my mom didn't make pies, but um, oh, yeah, interesting. But cakes and cookies. Was, you were just them. like, nah, I'm out. 
What's your favorite kind of cake? Do you like cake now? I do like cake. I like it. I like it all now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get old and you're like, hey, mm-hmm. we don't live very long. I gotta enjoy on. this stuff. Yeah. Um, cake. I like strawberry cake. Mm-hmm. At, at Chelsea's cousin's wedding, there was like this raspberry lemon cake, mm-hmm. and oh, it was like the best cake I've ever had. Mm. Delicious. Mm. But see, I prefer. I like cake. I prefer cookie cake though. Cookie cake. Like mm-hmm. like just like a big cookie, yeah, essentially. So a little bit of frosting. So not on cake. It. Got it. It's a cookie cake. It's not. It's cake. a cookie cake. All right. It's not a cookie. Here we go. Next one. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a cookie cake, and there's a reason because it's so large that it's it now still a cookie. Yeah. And you have the world's but largest largest cookie. Is it a cookie cake or is it a cookie? Not if you're trying to break a record and make the world's largest cookie. There's a distinction. But so if, you could just call it a cookie cake, and then it's cookie cake. No, because you're ba- you're you're baking this. It, those no cookie cakes have more of a they it's more of a cakey type of cookie it's not just like so it's actual different yes texture. there's a okay. different texture right. to it what have you never had one no wait really like the great american cookies that we're yeah. talking about yeah no never what never what you've never had a cookie cake no didn't they have one at enid or they probably still do like that little great american oh. is that what you had yeah yours? who knows what's still alive in the mall i think it's there's like a thing dead, that sells sells knives and <laughs> there's like that's it. And then uh, there's yeah, like no, no, some shady dude sells we, knives. We call, it, we call that place Sports and Swords. Because, yeah, Sports and Swords. Because yeah. it was an on deck. There still and is, so I it, think. Yeah, and so it's like this. But then they opened up in the space next to it and just sold like cool like nerd swords. Like yep. you, get, you get the, what's the sword from Zelda? I can't even think of it now. Master uh, the sword. Master Sword yeah. and stuff like that. And so, it, but it was all the same people. And so we called it, we nicknamed it Sports and Sword. Yeah. And, and then like once a year, Spirit Halloween like possesses half of them all mm-hmm. probably. But I think it's like, I don't know if it's dead, dead yet. Because well, all the I, department stores are closed. That's how I got the mannequin on my front porch. Well, anytime I go, we like, you know, take a band trip to eat mm-hmm. or anything for a contest or whatever. You know, the kids are like, ooh, let's go to the mall. And I've done that before. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're doing this to yourself. <laughs> we go you there. You go to the mall? Like, you want to go to the cemetery on the north side <laughs> of town? Then I have to like go to the store. I'm like, don't sell my kids knives, please. And <laughs> You like, let's go look at the things you can't buy let's, yeah. Let's, yeah you literally have to go and be like don't sell the and then i gotta stay in the parking lot please don't sell my kids weed yeah because that's what you find it, it literally happened home. like there's a dude like hey hey kids i'm like ah, ah, nah, nah, nah. No, are you serious yeah some dude yeah shady characters well, it's the mall, so it's and an Enid. So yeah, well, it's and it's practically a cemetery. Rumor has <laughs> yeah. it Amazon's going to buy it and turn it into a giant distribution center. And I'm like, cool, let's go for it. Yeah, make some use of that. And thing. yeah, I talked to my dad, and he was like, maybe he was playing devil's advocate, but he was like, I don't know, there could be some cons to it, killing small business and stuff like that. I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. I think it's overall maybe a good thing. I but. think sports and swords, uh, you know, helps out the economy of Enid. <laughs> Definitely, Definitely. <laughs> it allows people. It allows people. It's an affordable self-defense like store yeah i think there's you know? also a claire's in there you know like the sells like the little trinkets That's where i got my like, ears pierced yeah yeah oh for real yeah claire's, i think the claire's is still in there maybe i dude i haven't even been i haven't been i've been i've been once but i it's because there's the hibachi chinese buffet yeah new china i think is what it's called and in that place well when it first opened up in high school was solid but it's um, it's, it's not bad now. I mean, you still have the hibachi place so you can go and get like all the raw food and they'll cook it and it's like fresh and that's your, and it's like 10 or 12 bucks. Yeah. And so you're and, and it technically is a buffet. And so you can go get the other stuff, but I just get a mountain, get a plate of rice and a plate of shrimp and, and whatever mm. meats and stuff I want. And it's like, boom, I get fresh shrimp fried rice amongst other things. And it's delicious. And it's like, that's, and it's the portion size is outrageous. And so it's, by far, if I tried to get that same thing from Panda Express, it'd probably be like twenty bucks. 
And it's probably cold too. Yes, and yeah. it's you know been sitting out for hours on right. end, hours and hours on end. So Shane, uh, I briefly mentioned this to you for podcast, but saw something yesterday at Sam's. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, uh, we'll just get the fat joke out of the way. I told you I had, I had a fat joke. I don't know yeah. how much of it, it's, it's. So we're walking in Sam's and. You know, parking sometimes can be a fun little thing. And I look and I'm like, they have like 25 handicaps. Like they have an entire two sides of a row are handicap spots. Yeah. And this thought popped in my brain that essentially said, you know, I guess it's just not. I was like, apparently Sam's understands that it's just not shopping for bulk, but the bulky like to come and get their bulk. Oh, no. <laughs> at Sam's <laughs> was my thought. I was like, they understand, yeah. the, they understand their clientele. Because I looked and I was like, this feels like overkill. And then I thought about it and I was like, I, I was like, who likes to shop? I bet the bulky really like to shop for bulk as yeah. well. I mean, I love to shop for bulk. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people do. But I was like, I can guarantee you the bulky definitely likes to shop for bulk. <laughs> <laughs> There's your fat joke for the day. But on a different note, I saw M&M's and, you know, they've had this whole controversy of, Getting rid of the animated characters and sure, people are yeah. like, it's freaking fictional pieces of candy and you're talking about them being sexy. I think you're the weird one yes. here. Too sexy. Yeah. It's like you spend too much time yes. looking at animated M&Ms. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't have a friend who feels that way. We would probably be friends since I'm friends with yeah. people who are probably psycho. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe they just haven't told you yet. <laughs> probably. It's not me. <laughs> hopefully. And <laughs> I, hopefully they me. never do because I feel like if they're telling me about that, I'm in yeah. a pit in their backyard and it's Buffalo Bill time. It's too, it's too late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They've already, it's, we're gone and I'm trying to figure out how to escape and survive. But they have these M&Ms and it's a limited time and they're like, I think they're brown, purple, and green. I was like, oh, that, what are they doing? And that almost invokes like a Halloween feeling and we're coming into Easter. So typically it's like the pastel colors and yeah. they have those. And I look and I was like, what is this about? And I was like, oh, they're limited time. Maybe I'll get them because I'm a sucker like anyone else. Anytime you put limited time or limited mm-hmm. edition on it, yeah. I automatically want it because it's right. not going to be there forever. Exactly. You know, and I feel like that's your childhood best explains that as far as baked goods go. You had them constantly available, so you didn't want them. Exactly. But if it had been like you only got them twice a year, mm-hmm. you probably would have eaten the whole plate of brownies. Absolutely. But I'm like, all right, what is this? And I look at it, and I, I just kind of scan it, and it says something about women empowerment or empowering women or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's some feminist advertising campaign. Don't really care for it personally. But then I look a little bit closer, and I notice that it's not regular M&Ms. They are peanut M&Ms. Which mm. in my household we call the boy M and M's. Why? Yeah. Because they have nuts. And then yeah. I immediately find that I, find, I get a good chuckle out of it. I'm not going to find yeah. it hilarious, but I'm like, how ironic that it's like <laughs> these M and M's empower women, and they also have nuts. <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, know the boy girl distinction until I met Chelsea. She like you know the boy, oh, yeah. boy brownies and girl brownies. I'm like, what? Okay, I'd never use that on brownies, but it yeah. makes, but but the That's obvious the thing, yeah. factor is nuts, no nuts. Yeah, I think it's a good way to distinct certain but foods. Why M and M's? Out of all things you could empower women with, why chocolate candy? Well, like, and, why and, and tell me, how does this chocolate M&Ms? candy really make you feel empowered? <laughs> like, who's going in like, thank you, M&M's. M&M's, I am now ready to conquer the world I can and do overthrow it now. the patriarchy. <laughs> Down with the patriarchy. And just shovel back a bag of m M&M, I know. It's yeah. like, right? I like to. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know what I'm ready to do? Activism. Let's go pro. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to make my voice heard. It's like, I wasn't. I. I didn't think I'd, I could run for office. And then I had these, well, these, in, these empowering M&Ms from Sam's. Maybe it's a gender fluidity thing with the nuts. 
I think it, I, I think, I think it ties in. I jokingly was like, I bet that's what it is. Is because women can have nuts now. You joke about that, and then it's probably actually what it is. It probably and is. Then, mm. But you had an interesting thought on their recent like campaign and PR stuff that they've been going through with uh, or controversy, where you said you said it was manufactured, like they did it on purpose. I mean, you know, like there's what, what's the little saying? Like there's no such thing as bad, bad press. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, that's probably what it is. And probably the same reason that Sam Smith is doing whatever he's doing, you know, just to like get a rise out of people. Yeah, because they're thinking th- about it. And then you, mm-hmm. you know, you go to store, you see it. And then, hey, M&M's haven't had those in a while. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're, you're thinking about it. You're looking at it. You know, same reason you, you buy a car or you're looking for a certain type of car. Then you see only that car on the mm-hmm. road. Same thing. You're just it's more in your mind, you know. All right. And then, well, and then now they have to do the whole damage control campaign. And they had the commercial where it's mm-hmm. Maya's. Mm-hmm. And um, the commercial's all right until I, I don't know if you saw at the very end. She's like she like screams at the camera. She's like, "Please buy these" or something like that. And it's like it's very cringe. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's very cringe. I was like, "Oh, this is." I was like, "Okay, kind of commercial." And I was like, "Oh no, no." Yeah, it was weird. But I um, while I think that's a valid point, I think with how this is unfolded, I don't think they did this one on purpose. Yeah. Or I will say, for the most part, there might have been like one conniving person who was like, oh, these idiots don't know this is a horrible idea, but yeah. I'm going to push this idea because I know it'll just get us a lot of press and a lot of, a lot of PR, even if it's bad and people will be paying attention to us. Because like they were like saying that the M and M's were too the, sexy or something. No, 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 or? no. On, on the on the Maya commercial, they were oh. like they weren't chocolate. They were like what's clam or yeah. Something? I don't know. Mm. I feel like they were just like okay, we we messed up. <laughs> How can we spin this? <laughs> she she's she's selling clams. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know it's just it's dumb. So and people are like, okay, really? Well, I'll forget it in two weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've already forgotten it. Yeah. I don't even what? remember what we're talking about. What? Hmm? So that. why do bed bugs exist? Um, I don't know. I've never experienced bed bugs. And I, I'm sorry that you Doesn't have. Doesn't mean you, can, you can't have an opinion on it. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day. And I was listening to a podcast. and Don't let the bed bugs bite. So that's a dude. Thing. So it's obviously more common than you know, we, we think. If I have bed bugs, I want them to bite so I know that I have them and can get rid of them. It's kind of a weird thing to want but i i get no, you if yeah. Uh, okay yeah because i just thought about that phrase don't let the bed bugs bite well, maybe that let, almost let insinuated that almost insinuates that you you have yeah. bed bugs and it's like no 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 i don't want these things yeah. at all they're harmless oh only force you to wash everything yeah. you own, so if i had bed bugs they're just they're harmless they just don't bite me and then we can <laughs> you know coexist yeah just put some m&ms in your in your bed <laughs> <laughs> and they'll and they'll munch on those instead yeah, of hang you. out with the ants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll grow big and strong, and eventually you'll be able to see them. But you'll be like, oh, that's just Jerry and Larry. So they bite. They like hang Jerry. out just in bed, or they're like they can spread. They can get in your clothes. It's like lice. I never had lice either. So I'm not okay. I've never had lice. Thank goodness. That's the yeah. one that I I haven't hit the trifecta of the gross, disgusting little bugs that are a menace to people. Yeah. Um. You know, I've had scabies and bed bugs, and I feel like the third part of that Bermuda or Devil's Triangle, we'll call it. Yeah. It's, it's probably lice. Never got that one. I never had it. I never even knew what scabies was until like high school, like the health class. I didn't like, know what it was until say, I got I it. Yeah. I had it for like two weeks and I, I thought it was poison ivy because it kind of looked the same. Yeah. And I started talking to people and looking, doing some research and I was like, oh, I think I have this. What the heck is this? And like, they have these creepy little animations of like what they're doing in your skin. And I'm like, that's happening on me. Mm. Ah. But anyways, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about if, when you get, you die, you go to heaven. What's the first question you ask God? And I was and I was sitting there because look, I'm I'm hopeful and it's the Babylon B podcast and I was like, 
someday I'm going to get big enough where I will get to go. I was like, I want to be on their podcast someday. Yeah. Realistically, probably won't happen, but maybe. And that's, that's one of my random goals where it's like, I want to get on the Babylon B podcast. They have a lot of cool guests. And so they have two sets of 10 questions. They ask people first time you get the first set. Second time you're on the show, you get the second set. So I've heard them a billion times and there's plenty of people who are like, Oh, you know, they're thinking in the moment. And I was like, I want to think about some of these answers beforehand. And so here's me just being kind of a dreamer. And they asked this question and I was like, wow, I was like, that's one that I'm really not sure. And I was like, I should really think on that. And then it hit me like a brick. It was like, oh, I hate bed bugs. I've had bed bugs. And so go to God and say, why, why bed bugs? And what purpose do they serve? Because as far as I understand it, they infiltrate your bed, your clothes, your home, and they bite you at night, keep you up, make you itchy and are an infestation they serve like people hate on mosquitoes and stuff but like mosquitoes are a food for another animal Mm -hmm. you know i think like frogs and crap eat them and so they're they're at least a part of that predatory cycle yeah um not just sucking our blood and giving us west nile virus but bed bugs i'm like i i i have no as far as i can tell they serve no purpose but to annoy us and cause us problems and make you have to buy a new mattress and wash everything you own on high heat Mm. (laughs) and spend Several nights at the laundromat with giant trash bags, like industrial style trash yes. bags of your of your clothes, washing everything you own. So I was just like, "Why bed bugs?" Yeah, I've never had to had to do that. Maybe they. Uh, so so when you when you go to heaven, what happens to the bed bugs? They just uh, go straight down, straight down hell. I think bed bugs they are from. they they are in um, what's the word? They are an incarnation of demonic forces. <laughs> tiny little tiny and little scabies. Demons. Yes. Yeah. Scabies are are dust mites that burrow into your skin. Tell me what's what's not demonic about that. And they only go active at night. Oh, Mm. when do we like to sleep? At night. So Mm. you you fine throughout the day. You're fine. Then you go to sleep and you can't sleep. So they don't bite during the day. No. Okay. So you can't sleep and you're sitting there itching. Okay. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and my hand would already be itching. Mm. My life. So just sleep during the day. Just change your sleep cycle. Problem solved. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful piece of insight. I'm just, you know, looking at it from a different angle. No, really, honestly, what it is, go to, the, go to an urgent care immediately. Say, I have scabies. Show them where you have it. A lot of times they, they get in, like, they're in crevices and Gross. can be in the groin area. So you uh, might have to, no. yeah. Mine were, like, just on my inner thighs, kind of between my knee and the top of my leg. Mm. So, like, just... In, in very innocent places, not well, hard to show, right? Wasn't never really was a down. fear before today, so thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if you like Google it and you're not going to go home it. and just check the mattress and be like, okay, all right. <laughs> Every <Don't> night. <laughs> you mostly get these from like bed bugs, you get from like hotels where there's a lot of traffic and, and or, and same, and scabies, more so in dorms. Okay. And stuff, places where there's like communal showers because it's moisture and I guess that's where they thrive and whatnot. I don't know. Gotcha. So, and like, and you don't have to be a gross person. Like I wasn't, I was keeping up with my normal hygiene, Mm -hmm. not being a gross person and I got, and you can just get them. That's just how it goes. Right. So it wasn't like, cause I'm after hearing that, I'm definitely sure people are, might be saying like, Oh, would you not shower for three weeks or what are you doing? And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. I, I did my laundry regularly. I put on deodorant. I washed with soap. I did all the right things, but. Yeah. No, with scabies, you literally go to the doctor. They give you this little t- tube of cream. You put it on that night, and I think you go to sleep with it on. So 
it's not like a super thick cream sure. either. Like it rubs into your skin and then you put it on yourself. Not just, you definitely hit the affected areas, but you put it head to toe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this sounds like a nightmare. No, no, no. Listen, it's just, it's just like, imagine, okay, instead of, you probably don't do this, but you know, people who like lotion up and then mm-hmm. use lotion regularly, they put it on most of their body. Usually say after you shower or whatever, it's just like doing that. Right. So it takes you a few minutes. You go to sleep, you wake up, you shower, and the next night you do that again. But I don't think you have to sleep with it. I think you just put it on and then you shower like an hour later. And then literally in the next day, they're, they're all dead and gone. Mm. It literally takes like 36 hours. And I spent a month. That's no. Because no. partially because I had a dumb friend who was like, I know all these remedies for for scabies here you take this vinegar mixture and you yeah. you wash in the shower with it and no it just burns spread some margarine on your <laughs> no seriously it was stuff like that and i was like nope no thanks uh, so no. yeah that's that's my biggest question is why bed bugs what because i get like i get everything is god's creation mm-hmm. and so everything even though Except- even the seemingly bad stuff have certain have certain um quality or purposes that they, yeah, they serve purpose. That could be quote unquote good or useful to some other animal or something like that. You know, like the bees, apparently if the bees all die, we all die. Apparently right. it brings on, it's like a nuclear bomb. I don't know. So now yeah. I, I just, I've seen a bunch of people who have freaking get, you know, tattoos that are like, save the bees. And I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> like that's, that's been a no one for a while. Save yeah. the bees, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's been around for a, for a while. And now I feel like I'm hearing all the time. Oh yeah, my friend or my cousin or I know this person and who owns bees and keeps bees and I'm like, so it's become a real. So I think we're fine. Yeah. But I look at like bed bugs or scabies. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? What do they do? I don't know. That's... And the, the other thought I had around it too was, were were bed bugs really? I mean, have they always been around? Because like, at some point in time, we just kind of like slept on the ground in the dirt and stuff and in tents and roamed around that way. And even mm. when we built houses and structures, like. You didn't really sleep. You didn't have a mattress like we have today. And so we're bed I'm bugs. sure like medieval times because like, you know, like those. They period, probably just lived with them. Then. Those like drama shows, you know, yeah. from like Chelsea loves them. And I like and she always like has a thought. She's like, just imagine how bad they smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, I can't even fathom how gross. Imagine bathing was. being a luxury for yeah. the rich only. Oh, gosh. How nasty. Mm. Like I was talking about with you, how I can stand up now. And you were like, you freak. And um, when I do the podcast, I'm like, what? My butt gets a little sweaty sometimes in this chair. And yeah. I would just want to stand. And it's like, now imagine not being able to say, get in a situation where you get a little, you know, get a little sweaty, get a little work in. And then you're like, all right, I'm this, I'll switch from this, um, this, um, <laughs> This potato sack to that potato sack. And so if you stand up in the podcast, if mm-hmm. you like just feel, you know, so inclined, is, or you think it's going to change your, uh, your thinking? Your, Maybe. Your... I think, I think when I like, if I'm feeling real passionate about something, maybe it would, it would change it a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. I think it would have an effect because sometimes I feel like I need to be able to stand and just mm-hmm. orient my body because I feel a little bit constricted sometimes. Well, and sometimes Finn comes underneath me yeah, and he lays right where my feet want to go. Mm. So I don't remember who was on, but I did a podcast with someone and normally he lays next to me, but he was directly under my feet. So yeah. he takes up that whole area. So I'm like one foot kind of stretched out this way and the other one and like not uncomfortable at all. I'm sitting here and it's like, if I could have stood up, granted yeah. it would have been awkward for the guest. I would have been able to comfortably sit there and I wouldn't have been fidgeting so much. Yeah. And I think it would have helped my train of thought flow better. So, yeah. Well, I think if it's a, it's going to be a 
a real heated day, real heated podcast, just get the headset. And then you mm-hmm. can, you know, <laughs> walk around the, the house. the motivational speaker headset, yeah. 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 And just be cruising around. <laughs> Hi, Billy Mays here. <laughs> Tony Robbins here. Yeah. Time to awaken your giant. So, all right, anyways, that was bed bugs. Um, I hope you never have them. I, me too. I hope you never have scabies. If you do, give me a call. Thanks though. for the new fear. Love that. <laughs> you really have nothing to worry about. Like, okay, well. even after having them, I'm really not afraid of them because you typically you can track them back to a specific instance. So, like, for me, it was kind of this eh, hotel in Arkansas. I went for a school event in college, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's where I got the bed bugs. The scabies I got when I was living in the dorms. So, I got those from the dorms. Like, you guys living at your house, yeah. no one else really staying there, and like it's just you three, you really shouldn't get them from anywhere. So We're going to set up a decontamination tent outside the <laughs> front door. A little, little <laughs> hazmat, like walk through, get blasted with CO2 or whatever, and you have to put your clothes in, you, in an incinerator, not, yes, even, not yeah. even a disinfectant. We'll give you some clothes. Yeah, we'll, it's like... We'll give you, you a... You have your sterilized... Surgery gown. Yeah, your sterilized hospital gown that sits inside the door. <laughs> Your clothes get, go into a, before you come in the house, go into a sterilization station and they sit there and you only wear them when you go outside. It's like Bubble Boy. What yeah. a good movie. Never seen it. What? I remember it. I remember it being advertised. I, I remember being pumped about it and watching it as like a, I don't know, an eight year old yeah. thinking it was awesome. And then now looking back, I'm like, what a terrible, stupid <laughs> move. But it's like eight year old stuff. You know, yeah. it's like kids when, for whatever reason, kids can just be fascinated into stuff. think it's so cool. And then looking back, I'm like, objectively, I could yep. say. That was a horrible movie. Like yeah. just a bad. It's best to just not watch things that like will bring on the nostalgia. And you're just like, oh, man, yeah, there's very what few was things I thinking? like I can. I've watched Lionhood. Lionhood. Look. What is that? <laughs> What's Lionhood? It's not. <laughs> I just I just had a Rachel moment. Um. Uh, I just mixed. I just mixed two words. All right. Mm. I Lion King was what mm-hmm. I was trying. Lion King and Robin Hood. I'm guessing you watched Robin Hood too, right? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, know, where I don't know where the hood came from. Okay, Lion King. Shoot, ten plus times in my adult life. Well, that's, that's a you know. It's a because some good of them movie, can stand though. the test of time. Yeah, like Disney movies are usually pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Now the Disney the... Channel movies. Okay. Yeah. I, well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't watch many Disney like, movies. Like, gotta kick it up. Um, You're not. I'm too old. <laughs> it's fine. I know. You won't know any of these. Um, Brink, the, the roller skate movie. I remember I remember hearing about Brink. I, um, I don't it. remember the name of the movie, but it was the twin sisters who play basketball. And nope. there was... Oh, shoot. Um, Johnny Tsunami. Now, that one I watched with my wife. She'd never seen it. We watched it like last year. And yeah, it's a cheesy Disney Channel movie, but it's it's one of the better ones. And usually, like, yeah, like Disney has so many of those old like mm-hmm. shows and like, you know, like anything like in movies. And you like watch them like, hey, I'm going to show everybody this. I'm like, wow, <laughs> man. You got to pre screen stuff. <laughs> this was dumb. <laughs> this is so <laughs> stupid. And then she's sitting there like, yeah like right yeah you know she may not be old enough to comprehend that but at some point yeah she's gonna probably gonna love it and you're gonna be like why did why yeah and usually like you know like a lot of like cartoon shows like they they get into like the swing of things on animation mm-hmm. so oh usually like the first episode or season is like mm-hmm. really bad like, yeah man this is rough so basically it really proves the point that kids are dumb yeah 
Because mm. when you watch back as an adult, you're like, oh, this was stupid, which yeah. you can look back on yourself and say, as a kid, I was stupid. And yes. then you can take that and say, so kids are stupid. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful. You can't think they're too stupid because then they'll. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Kids are smart in other ways. Like mm-hmm. you were talking about how observant she is, mm-hmm. right? You're like, kids yeah. are smart in plenty of other ways. They're, they're always watching. They're like, um, what's her face from Monsters, Inc.? Always yeah. watching. Always, yes. Right? Yeah. They're always watching and trying to learn and take cues. But when it comes to like entertainment stuff, they're stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's very is. it's very easy to entertain, but the problem is what a poorly written script. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're like who? Coco Melon, like, oh. <laughs> be like, wow, there's no depth to this at yeah. all. We're not exploring. Where's his tragic flaw? Yeah, huh? I, 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 I've expected Macbeth. I just cannot follow the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> the storyline is so simple; it doesn't even make sense. They have to go over a bridge, and they can't because there's a fox in the way. <laughs> just kick the fox. Hmm. This is silly. Yeah. You have to shout at the map 15 <laughs> times before it opens. <laughs> map! I don't want to sing this song. Show me the map. Yeah, just show me the stinking map. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, uh, there's definitely plenty of things where it's like, it's, you know, they say never meet your heroes because they'll disappoint you. Yeah. I think there's a good rule that's like, hey, be careful what you go back and watch from your child. Yeah, for sure. Because there are several things. But I think I've been done a good job about picking and choosing what I go back and watch and and still enjoy like Lion King, you know, and yeah. shoot even real old go Peter Pan, which apparently has a warning about insensitivity stuff. Yeah, there's there's quite a few of those. I'm like, but I'm like, dang, I'm like, what? I'm trying to like, if you can find what yeah. they are, I'm like, yeah. I don't even know. They're not anything. It's, yeah. it's, it's really, it's an overly politically correct step that people are taking because people are so sensitive now yeah. That it's like, look, that really wasn't that insensitive. It's a kid's cartoon. Someone's it's cousin fine. wrote a letter. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, one person to, complained. Because yeah. that's the day and age we live in now. It's no longer you have to like get a petition of 100 signatures. Mm-hmm. It's just one really loud, screechy person screams. Yeah. And everyone else is like, what are you screaming about? And, the company, and then whoever the company is is like, oh, we're so sorry. We're going to bow to you, our Lord and Savior. And, 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 then, and then these people get power crazy and they start doing that at everything to get yeah. what they want. And it's like, are we just encouraging toddler tantrums for adults? Basically. I think so. That's what it seems like. I think so. So uh, last point for the day that I had, at least on the schedule, we can, doesn't mean we have to wrap it up or anything. But I had was I went to charge my phone a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. And like not when I'm going to sleep, right? I'm sitting there. It's a low on battery. I'm like, I'm going to plug it in. We're sitting on the couch. And then I look and this thing pops up and it says, you know, iPhone, it says something, you know, your phone ever tell you like, oh, it'll complete charging by 3.30 or whatever. And yeah. so it's going to optimize, it's going to, it's going to throttle back maybe charging or, or manage sure. it so that it charges over a long period of time slowly to optimize your battery health and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm always cool with that. You're as long as you're charging. Right. This, I first thought it was that. And I was like, oh, it'll be done by midnight. That's cool. And then, I, and then I look again, I'm like, wait a minute, this seems worded differently than the normal notification. And it says, blah, 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 like clean energy charging so your iPhone won't start, won't start charging until like 12.04 or something like that. And I was like, what? And so I go and look into it and there's this new setting in your iPhone. It's probably under battery or charging. Mm-hmm. I didn't see where it was because I just clicked the notification. It took me straight to it. Right. Where essentially iPhone will, if it's on, will assess the carbon footprint of the electricity based on 
I guess, time of day, usage rates, things like that, and will wait to charge until it, that it is, it is at the lowest carbon footprint energy or carbon footprint possible. So basically like when, when rates are down, when usage is down, and so your carbon, okay. the carbon footprint is less. Gotcha. And to that, I said, heck no. You're my iPhone. When I plug you in, you charge. Yeah. You don't get to dictate this. Right. Also, this seems kind of like those, a lot of those warnings. You said those warnings are all in those yeah. movies. seems a little bit silly. Like we're kind of like the keep your whatever. Don't use your AC through this, these peak hours or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's like a little that. bit like that. And yeah, it's like, Hey, don't turn it on. Don't charge your Teslas mm-hmm. during these hours because our grid can't handle it. You mm-hmm. know? And I get like, from my standpoint, my, my dad does like smart hours. With OGE, you know what that is? Mm-mm. It's essentially it's a variable rate. So like during peak times, like so in the summer between noon and six or something, noon and seven, the rate will be forty three cents a kilowatt hour or something like that. But in off peak hours, it's like seven cents. Hmm. And so if you and you can and, and since it's smart, it can you can program it to auto adjust during those high rate times to like, hey, let's run the AC less. You know, we'll, we'll deal with it being a little bit warm in the house. And that's, and that's a different story because that saves you money because right. it saves you energy usage versus this. Yeah, here. So if you go to your settings, you go to battery, it says clean energy charging. Mine okay. is ticked off because uh, I'm sure you've noticed this before when you do a phone update and all of a sudden some random thing is happening and you're like, I thought yeah. I changed that setting and it reset during the software update. Gotcha. Happens yeah. to me all the time. Pisses me off. But it says in your region, iPhone will try to reduce your carbon footprint by selectively charging when lower carbon emission electricity is available iPhone learns from your daily charging routine so it can reach full charge before you need to use it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Pass. Yeah. I'm like, I plug you in, you charge. There's yeah. no, you don't, you don't get to, well, this isn't, this isn't clean emission electricity, so we're not, I'm not going to charge. It's like, you know what, what, my iPhone being an activist now? Yeah. Are we a protester? I guess it does have a blue back. Is that the equivalent of a blue haired? Well, I got the red back on mine. Oh, so. yeah. See, we're crazy. Yeah. You know, we're not the normal with the black. Maybe mine doesn't have it then. It's red. (laughs) It's red. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. No, I bet yours does. But if you you plug it in sometime during the day, see if that pops up for you or just go and check it out. But yeah, to anyone listening, go check your settings. Go to settings, go to battery and go to like battery health, I think is the tab where it'll take you. Yeah, it'll say battery health and charging. And at the very bottom. So I've optimized battery charging, which is the other thing I talked about. Yeah. That's where it like, it'll, it'll charge at a certain rate. If I plug it in at 11 PM, it mm. won't try and charge in an hour. It'll charge over the course of the eight hours. Cause it knows I'm asleep. Right. Mm-hmm, sort yeah. of thing. And that's better for the yeah, overall health. But then there's this new one, this clean energy charging, which I booted immediately because yeah. I was like, get out of here. You mm. charge when I say you charge, I'm right. the captain. Okay. Yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. But you haven't seen that? Or I haven't, no. No. I mean, that's kind of the, I don't know. I'm in the mindset of bigger corporations and, you know, they have, they're doing way more to the grid and, you know, damage to the. Yeah. Me the charging my iPhone yeah. at 8 PM instead yeah. of midnight is not going to like, mm-hmm. it's not going to wreck the yeah, world here. No. <laughs> I think it's, you know, the people that have these giant mines to get these mm-hmm. precious metals for these lithium ion batteries in Africa and, you know, these developing countries that are having to burn coal, which I, it's the only way to industrialize, but that's a whole topic. We don't need to dive into that. Yeah. Pretty heavy stuff. <laughs> figuratively, figuratively and literally coal, yes. <laughs> coal mine. Nice. Very, very, very heavy. So, well, 
Shane, I think that that does it for all my notes. Right Unless on. We have other stuff to hit. I uh, no, I have nothing I brought to the table. Yeah, except for this drink. Mm-hmm. That drink and some good commentary. Yeah. Which is what you're here for? Second chair. What'd you think of it? First time doing second chair. I uh, I like it. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I uh, didn't have to prepare a a slew of reviews that were just poorly written and read. <laughs> you, so. Yeah, you didn't have to go and editorialize your yeah. edit all your bang reviews. Which yeah. I was talking to someone and um oh it was Sarah Smart mm-hmm. and she was like oh I heard Shane was on your podcast and I was like yeah he was go listen <laughs> to that episode yeah it was mm, no it was that's rough. I think that was one of my favorite episodes still just the fact the sheer volume. And I mean, the work that you put in, put in to all those bangs and, and then actually, well, I say work like those reviews. I mean, I get a lot of them were in the moment. You probably talked to texting, but it was still, I don't know. Most people don't do that. Right. It was fun though. I liked it. I was thinking about something. I was talking about bang with someone. They're like, Oh, I love this flavor and that flavor. I was like, I don't remember. (laughs) I haven't had, I guess I haven't, I've had too many or not enough. The super creatine isn't helping me prevent Alzheimer's. So Or cure it, rather. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'd like to review some more stuff. Maybe some something that doesn't damage my body as much as that did. <laughs> Take years off my life. But, uh, you know, it was fun, though. I liked it. It's like, hey, what am I going to do? I'm going to try all the different regional cocaines and <laughs> see which one. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to audit the differences here. It's like, okay, maybe not. Mm, yeah. I don't want to have to ingest all that. So yeah, we'll figure something out though. I think it was good. We've talked about doing like a wings one wing flavor with Buffalo yeah, wild wings does, or something yeah. like that. I don't know. There's, we obviously, cause we need more opinions out there really. Yes. Yeah. More kind of in the moment, not really thought out just off the cuff. Like, yes. Hey, I wrote this down on my notes. Let's talk about yeah. it as it was happening because we don't need well thought out in depth, like put together you know, logical thought processes yeah. that, that make a good rational case for why something is, you know, is good or isn't good. We, I just, I just want to hear, you know, just give me what you feel off the top, right? Sure. That's going to be the most accurate yeah, and the most well thought out. There's not going to be plot holes. Most entertaining too. Definitely. Yeah. People just, just ride it and just like, oh, we're going to see what happens. I mean, that's what I do partially on the podcast. I have little notes. Yeah. So, you know, my notes say things like on here, it says, Bed bugs. Why? <laughs> That's all. That's, that's right. I, 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 uh, my wife is a big planner, you know, mm-hmm. everything got a, you know, to do list for the day, yes. or for the week. I am awful about planning anything, even classes. Like I'm just the worst. Like I'm really a more off the cuff guy. I try mm-hmm. to, you know, I start the year. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to plan this, you know, and then it falls apart. And the, the moment one thing like is derailed, I'm like, You're well, like, this is throw it all out. Yep, it's gone now. It down. And then off the dome from here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to make it work. I am. I don't know. Maybe it was just my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely type B. Yeah. And no, I'm a weird. A. Yeah. I'm a weird mixture too, or I'm less, I like to be more in the moment, but I found some value in putting a little bit of thought. Sometimes it depends on what I'm talking about. It's particularly on the podcast. Like yeah. when it's more light stuff like this, we can just kind of go with the flow. And I have another person because yeah. um, from the listener aspect, when I listen to podcasts and it's two people and it's just more of a natural conversation, it's more interesting because you're, you're seeing, you're witnessing this thinking in this game that is a conversation where you're getting different perspectives and they're bringing in their perspectives and how that all interplays um, versus like someone just coming and talking. And as someone who can talk a lot too, I realize that like if I, sometimes if I'm not well thought out on it, I just say the same thing over and over or like that story about the grocery store. You Mm -hmm. gave me good feedback Uh, on You were like, (laughs) 
Like, where hey, I was stop. analyzing while telling Keep the story, going. and you're like, Man. finish the story. A 45 <laughs> minute story. I'm like, this could have took three minutes. Well, the story, yeah, the story could have been five minutes, and then it could yeah. have been 40 minutes of breaking yeah, down the aspects down. of the story. Yeah. And I realized that about midway through the story, and I was like, I don't think this Imagine is Imagine if format. you did that with a football game. Like, let's pause the game and <laughs> dissect this play. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> no, you know how they still show instant replays a lot? Yeah. Instead of waiting for the instant replay, he will pause it and start to, and we all go, no, like we will collectively, I'll be like, no, and then he'll want to rewatch it. He'll want to pause it and look at it. And then like the game ended three hours ago, dad. (laughs) Well, and the worst part is too, you know how to like, it'll pop up the little, it where it'll show like the tracker of where Mm -hmm. you're at in the game. And so it'll pop up the, like the overlay. And so you can't necessarily see what's going on. It has like the play pause button in the middle of the screen and stuff. And so sometimes he screws up and he's like, he's like, I need that to go away. And he hits and he hits back twice. And then, so it backs out into the guide and he has to click on the program. And And then then he's back to live. So you've missed. Yeah. And so then he tries to rewind again and it's just like a mess. Yeah. It's funny though when it's not happening constantly, but no, that was, that was good feedback. Right. And that was good. Like, yeah. okay, learn how to do that. And so sometimes when it comes to those sort of things, I try and think on them a little bit more. Maybe I'll write out more of a note or like with the, the Sam's fat people joke or bulk mm-hmm. joke called a bulk joke. Cause that's really what it's about. Yeah. Sam's you buy in bulk for yeah. those who are in bulk. Yeah. And that's a good one. Good. So that was yeah. a good one. So like those ones writing them out because you can, because when I write it out, sometimes I'm like that sounds horrendous. Yeah. And but then you can get the, you know, it's the bulky who like to shop for bulk. I wouldn't have got that if I didn't write that down. So when's the last time you did stand up? You used, used to do that, right? I got I very close. I was on the I did. I did one did tiny open mic at UCO where I just went off the cuff. Because like when we and were like first, funny first met all. you, I remember like because like Connor was saying that like yeah. you like did stand up or one of them was saying. I was like, I was actually trying to and practicing, trying to write jokes, yeah. trying to let, write little sets mm-hmm. and then basically fell off the wagon of that and never got to the step of like going to an open mic and yeah. really trying that. But I still have a running note and that I will still add to. And add to like premises for jokes or thoughts like sure. the, like the Sam's bulk thing. Yeah. That will probably go in my, I have a stand up note and there's basically still this part of me. It's like, I would still like to try this, but for various reasons, um, you know, not just the, the fear of actually going and doing it and taking that step, but then also yeah. things happening in life where it's like, it didn't work out. And at the time too, like now we have a couple more comedy clubs than we did back then. But no, I, so I, I never really did it. Never really the, actually went and did it, but. I wonder what the best avenue for a comedian is like now. Would it be like to do like a social media, TikTok, YouTube, or. Some of them, or yeah. Like, like if you're doing impressions, I think it can be. And then even small sketches. Cause there's a couple of comedians I follow that they do that sort of thing. Yeah. And it works. And then, and they also go and do stand up, And, but then that gives them more notoriety and then they, people will go and see that they do stand up, and then they'll go and do that. So I think there's an aspect to that where it's yeah. no longer because comedy, I think in some ways was a closed network almost where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, here's what you do. You got to start, you're going to suck at comedy. You're going to go to open mic nights. You're, you're going to bomb a bunch. You people it. aren't going to think you're funny. You got to go through that grinder yeah. and 
and then you'll start getting some gigs and then you'll start bouncing around. And then maybe one day, if you're actually really good, you might get a special and actually make a living out of it. Most people don't, which I still think there's value and merit to that because the best comedians, they all in some way, shape or form went through that. You have to get through that, like suck and that crap and really like focus and pay attention and hone it, hone it. Like if you wanted to be a great carpenter, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to make a bunch of crap Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to mess up a bunch and you're going to, but you're going to have to also pay attention and be like really work to become better at like, okay, I made a chair. Here's what's wrong with it. How do I make a better chair next time and do that? Right. Yeah. And eventually you get to where you make a prestigious chair, but I think there's value into that. And I still think that is for, for a lot of people, the primary way, but I do think you're right that I think now anymore, it's almost like, a YouTube and getting active on social media. The only difference is with the digital space, you don't get that live feedback from the audience. Like if you're standing in front of people, like if I'm sitting here and I say something that I imagine is going to be funny and you're just like, huh? Like that's instant feedback that either the delivery was wrong or didn't work. And you can kind of get that on like, you can't really like, Oh, this comments, I guess this yeah, comments and likes and views. Sure. So we got a bunch. So, oh, this was pretty good, but you may not know what parts of it. When you're live, you'll see, oh, this part of the delivery or this part of the joke or the way I said this thing or how I phrased that really hit. And what I hear from a lot of stand-up comedians who talk about it is like a lot of times they'll line it up and they're like, all right, this is going to be the big hit moment. And it ends up being something else, something they thought was innocuous. And they're like, oh, that's what hit big. But then they note that and they're like, all right, that hits big for whatever reason. Why does that hit big? And then they, and then they try and replicate that and boom, they get funnier. So yeah. also like in live comedy, you have to, you only get one shot. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're recording a video <sighs> or something, you can like retake it a million mm-hmm. times and you know, get it. And you can, and, and I see a lot of YouTubers, you can do editing stuff, yeah, right? Not, you like yeah. zoom in and like distort the voice. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's what we're going to do with this podcast. All the things that, you know, we've messed up, just edit it and post. Oh, no. <laughs> just like, probably just blew their eardrums, but I've, yeah. I, there are voice effects on here and I've played around with a lot. They're yeah. pretty funny. Like you can do like a robot voice or a monster super, they have like deep voice one, two, and three. And it's like, and like you can do half speed or shoot on the podcast. Yeah. You listen, you listen at like what? One and a half. It depends. If it's like a long one, like those really long, like two hours or yeah, half, I, I got it going like 1.8. And I've, I've went to like two times mm-hmm. before. It's too much. Like, yeah. I feel like I've just drank a coffee. You get, and like you, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm buzzing. Man, it's like, oh, man. And I, I oh, no. And then when you get like riled up, uh-huh. you talk faster. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And that's like, okay, stop. But usually like one, 1.2 yeah. or one and a half. Yeah. No, it's it, it's funny too. After Caleb, we got off the podcast. He goes, and then he, I, I I don't know if he listened to the whole thing. I doubt it because he doesn't listen. Yeah. But he he listened to some of it, and he goes, "Bro, do I really talk that fast?" And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, "He talked normal," but yeah. A lot of people they don't realize that they get on the mic and their your mouth just starts running. And it's sure. like when people go up and speak too. They always tell you speak slow and enunciate. Yeah, because what you don't realize is the little bit of nerves that you have um, will make you talk faster because when we when we actually are recording or in front of people and we talk like we normally talk. It feels slow to us. And so we then subconsciously we speed up. Yeah, we talk faster. And so being able to slow down and enunciate versus like, oh, no, we're just going to talk and I got to get through this thing. It makes it 
it, it, like, it makes it like you said, like you get yeah. lost. And so it's like, you don't realize. And so, I mean, every time that I've done that and then like people are like, Oh, that like, you know, say it was speech class. And I did a speech and they're like, that was great. And I was like, I felt like I was talking like a sloth. Yeah. But you're yeah. not. I, uh, I'm, I'm an awful speaker. Oh, you don't just, say. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying that because it's really like, bad you mean someone I, who's really into music and playing instruments. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get in class, you know, in front oh, yeah. of, you know, kids every single day and I talk and yeah, it's fine. Yeah, all those band nerds though. But you know, it's like stuff that I know and I've said a million times usually because they don't mm-hmm. listen the first time. But, um, anyway. Yeah, it's also, it's dumb yeah. kids. And so you're like, oh, dumb kids. And even not. like. You know, because I, you know, like concerts, I got to get in front of, you know, the mic. And oh, I, yeah. And then I got my, my speech path wife, you know, she's in the oh. audience dissecting everything I say. <laughs> so after afterwards, she gives me this, you know, rundown. But I think faster than I speak, mm-hmm. faster we than my tongue do. is. And it's especially the caffeine doesn't help at all. <laughs> Never. Because <laughs> then the no. brain gets ramped up and <laughs> mouth is like, whoa. It's, it's over <laughs> oh, man. Dude. If he would have knocked that over and I would have let it fall, we would have had a pan. We would have pandemonium because he would have tried to get up and panic. It would have flung it this way. He oh would have been gosh. scooting around. Damn it! Finn just tried to lay on next to his pegboard and it almost just fell on. He's top a of bear him. and he. Nice. Yeah, it's moments like this where I look at him like you are a bear. He literally is. Like, it's huge. You look like a freaking bear laying down. But yeah. is it gonna stay? It's okay. not gonna stay. Yeah, and no, but it's true, and it's just like being. Oh my Told gosh! You. I'm gonna say that's fine. We'll Look figure it out. It. But yeah, he's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> he he's like, "What was that?" I have no idea. Like, it's he the equivalent of, of imagine you're you're you have one of those fold down ironing boards mm-hmm. and you like bump into it and you're standing in front of it and it's about to fall and your mom comes over. It's eight year old you. Mom comes over and she like holds it. But you're still standing leaning on it in a way where it's going to fall and bonk you on the head but you're just clueless this is oddly specific i and feel like this ha- exact thing happened this to you. hasn't happened i have been okay. clotheslined by an ironing board nice you heard that story before no okay well pretty simple i was asleep <laughs> <laughs> i wake up in the morning and it's early but my mom is ironing and so in our house our house because it was it started like my grandparents added on to it like three or four times so it's really just long so you can like see from one end to the other mm-hmm. and it's really long because it's just add-ons and it's a single story. So bedroom is here, kitchen's at the other end of the house. And as a kid and shoot, sometimes as an adult, I, I, I like to get around fast. So what, what does that mean? I ran. Sure. Not just like, you know, kind of like how in, in sports and stuff, coaches always never let you walk anywhere. You always at least have to jog. But I just did that because I like to get places quick. And so I'm like, I don't know, five or six. I get out of bed and I'm super thirsty. So I run to the kitchen and we have a piano and then the ironing board comes out of the wall and it leaves like a two foot gap maybe between the piano and the end of the ironing board. So mm-hmm. when it's down, you just got to scoot around it, right? You can't, it's in the middle of the, the walkway. So I get out of bed and, you know, half awake me and I run and I go around the ironing board, go get my clear. I remember the same, I remember the cup I drank out of. <laughs> It's like this clear Batman cup, but it's not painted Batman. It's just like it's molded into the cup. It's cool, but it's totally I think clear. I had that exact cup. And it has a handle. Yeah. I imagine a I bunch had of, that exact cup from, like, I, from McDonald's or probably yeah, or something probably, like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people probably It's had like a that frosted, cup. almost like a frosted yes, glass. Yeah, yes. I had that one. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. They've been making that for a while then, huh? Yeah. At least early. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Anyways, they, and so I get my drink of water. And half awake me, it's like, cool, let's go back to bed. And my mom was not ironing currently. She was when I first went around. 
And then she had stepped away or something or was done and was, you know, going to get the next piece of clothing. And I, so I'm cooking from mm-hmm. and where at first it was right outside my bedroom door, essentially. So it was like, I come out my bedroom door, it's right there. And I boom. Now I'm on the other end of the house. And so I got a runway and I just am cooking and just totally forget about it. Not paying attention. My eyes maybe were half open at best because I'm still half asleep. I'm going back to sleep. And just boom, just straight into it, and and I'm and I'm I'm tall enough where it's at that height. It's basically at like mm, chest height yeah. for me, and just totally just get clocked and clotheslined. <laughs> oh yeah. So and of course you know I cried and all that other nonsense, but sure. I wasn't hurt or anything. But I mean just full sprint, just boom. Yeah. This was last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I wouldn't put it past me at this point. I would not put it past me at this point. I have. Um, yeah, I'm all doing all sorts of stuff like that. And that's why I find it funny. Like, we watched Black Sheep last night, two nights ago. And there's a scene where he's talking on the phone. They're in the woods. And he's trying to keep the signal. And he's Chris Farley's pacing real hard. Mm-hmm. And off screen is a tree. And so, like, he, he walks to the edge of the screen. And they, you know, pan the camera. And, and right as they pan the camera and the tree comes in, he smokes it and goes on the ground. And Chris Farley's just funny. Because <laughs> yeah. he's mid-sentence. He's like, he's like, no, tell my brother. And boom! And like, I don't know, you will always get me with those sort of takes, those surprise. And my wife looks at me and he goes, haven't you seen this before? And I said, yeah, you don't remember every little detail. And a lot of times the thing is funny over and over again, yeah. especially with slapstick. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I memorize the, the parts that no one else memorizes. Just set it up right now for the, the listeners. Gus is actually holding up a giant piece of wood. Pegboard. Pegboard, like over his head right now. No. The dog knocked it over. No, it just leaned against the, past the wall, five and he is laying against it. Finn does not care. It's gonna fall. Just let it fall. There we go. There we go. We spooked him. Okay, I can adjust it. <laughs> it's okay. Poor guy. He's, he's like, I don't know what that is, and it's moving. It's okay, bud. Lay back down. Lay back down. But he, the weirdest thing he'll do is like that freaks him out. But they don't come and lay over here in these metal legs on this table. Mm-hmm. They'll like lay in such a way. That it is jabbing into his back. Like, like not just like a casual, oh, he'll probably do it right now. Most uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you were, I've seen him lay, and he's not doing it right now. Yeah. Like, yesterday, he was like in it. And I like went and felt, and I was like, that's putting pressure. And he was out asleep. I was like, I wish yes. I could sleep like that. Yeah. I've seen him sleep on his bones, like big hard bone. He just falls asleep, it's, and it's under his shoulder. And he's like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's crazy, but oh my gosh. Well, I think that probably about wraps it up. All right. We're just kind of wandering through now. So thanks for coming on, Shane. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for listening. If you guys want to come on, let me know. Run second chair. And um, you you can come more than once. You can be on as much as you want or as much as I'll let you, as long as you don't act a fool. Mm -hmm. And let's find out um, what the other psychotic tendencies of all my other listeners and friends are. Shane, we didn't figure out yours, did we? I don't know. I think maybe, maybe it might just be the fact that you're a band director. Maybe that's it. Don't never trust a band They're director. They're an odd, odd, odd group They've of got, people. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it's band nerds grown up who then say, mm-hmm. I want to lead a band. Exactly. And a, a small army. For a, living? Like, a small army who makes harmonious music yes, while marching. Sometimes. That's the attempt. It's, <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just get a bunch of noise. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, come on. Come on down and find out what makes you a psycho. And... <laughs> As we dissect cell. all of our friends, this is a good. This is a good pitch point for people to come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what what's what what's one weird quirk about you? Because 
We got Caleb with his cold food. Mm-hmm. Rachel with her. What, what was her thing? The fact that her food the can't f- touch food at all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or it's ruined. But then food can be in a casserole and be fine. And you're a band director. So, yeah. Connor, you're up, bud. Let's oh, figure it out. Laundry list. <laughs> yeah, there's probably plenty of things. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys, make sure you go and uh, share the show. Follow us on social media. Be on the lookout for Blessings from Tragedy, my new offshoot podcast of this, where we tell stories of good things that come out of the worst times in people's lives. And I'm going to be just posted a new one with my cousin, Billy, who broke his his neck wrestling a few years ago, and it totally changed his life. And he went from paralyzed to recovering to healed. He's normal now. It was awesome. Go check it out if you haven't listened to it. Go leave a review. Yeah, go follow Blessings from Tragedy specifically. We'll be I'll be releasing a trailer in episode zero soon-ish. We'll see exactly. But yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Shane, for being here. Yep. Say goodbye to the people. Later. <laughs> and I'm your head Hanyak signing off. <laughs>